0: Hello, my loves, and welcome to the podcast. Today's guests are two stars of the fishing world. We've got Barry Lynch, who's one of my very good friends. He is a super passionate angler. He owns a fishing equipment supply company called The Lure Box, which actually has its own pro team, which you can check out. Barry grew up fishing in Zimbabwe. He has his own fishing team at The Lure Box, and we love to catch up on occasion in the park and get pissed together. Matt Boast is also joining us today. He is Rapala pro staff, Lowrance pro ambassador. He is a passionate lure angler in the UK and across Europe. Matt is a consultant to Shimano, pro staff for Lowrance and Rapala and VMC Hooks. So, this is the fishing episode. I hope you enjoy it.
1: So if I'm, if if we're going to get grief over fucking two metre distance and all that shit, though. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> fuck that, right? Unless you, get, no, <laughs> no get it's no, up no. to you. I'm just, no, <laughs> I'm just, no, <laughs> no, 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 I no, agree, I, I agree, I agree, like, I agree. I'm just I kidding, just, I'm, I'm just be, kidding. Be, he releases something, no, and know, you're and right, he'll get. No, no you're right, you're right,
0: you're right, but don't, but it's up to you. But yeah, I'm going wear
1: lower box masks at the end of the night, can't we? Yeah, we could.
0: It's up to you, but I'm not fussy. Whatever you think.
2: Well, that's the smallest to the biggest sorry guys I'll be you. No, no worries you've got a coffee and stuff i got some
0: coffees yeah, I got, I got yeah a, thanks I Barry for getting the coffees I was, yeah. was going to offer you but <laughs> yeah. and for collecting me thanks for picking us all up and sorting
1: all the shit out like normal just fucking <laughs> generally bolting it all right up yes <laughs> <laughs> right so Dependable, I'll do if nothing else <laughs> what I also did, guys <laughs> I'll just well, if
2: you actually listen to the instructions I gave you he texted me at half seven this morning to ask me where to park I told
1: him exactly where to park, <laughs> and then he parked at the end of the road. I said, Where do I park? No, it's oh. Victoria to park. Parking. I said, Isn't oh, I doing an hour on this meter yeah. and then legging it out and fucking right. refreshing it? I, what I said, back and back. Back. A, a real <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're ready, but What are you doing? You've been fucking around. Man, it's already <laughs> <laughs> If you're dropping this out and you've got video of it on there, and we're all sitting here in the middle of Covid with no fucking masks on, <laughs> somebody's going to slam down and be like, That's fucking irresponsible, blah, 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 blah. So, so we either if you're going to video it we've yeah. all got to fucking stick masks on I don't or them. just say
0: fuck them if they want to write that then sh- shove it up the ass right I mean it, just, it depends how sensitive you are
1: we're not bothered about it it's just you know you, some prick's going to criticise it aren't they yeah but it's okay do you want to put the mask on
0: <laughs> they can either suck it up or I'd coast. rather
2: not have the mask on but um, yeah who'd it's have thought
0: it. a year ago we're all putting on the masks and we've got kids masks and <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> isn't it Oh, thank you, man. Oh, i got a freebie here today. Yeah. Something, no, 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 no you pay the way out. I'm going to need one of these hats
1: as well. <laughs> I went to all that effort, trimmed my beard and like shaved it all in and now I've oh, no, got, I got a mask I'm ashamed this morning. I'm not, not often I
2: shave in the so morning. So
0: why is the to pick me, Fair up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, I did call him and say I can pick
0: you up and he said, no, don't worry, I'll ride. So. Right. Are you guys happy with it like this? Yeah. Yeah, apart from Barry so.
1: hasn't got his mask on
2: well we're not we're, th- we're far
1: are enough we apart we or not no I we're, think we're far
2: we're far enough apart
0: yeah alright we've got the yeah. masks on awesome okay so you don't is... need a mask Ben no we're okay. far enough apart okay, okay no Someone it's, good to, it's good to be maybe you shop. Shop.
2: should wear a
1: mask because you're in the middle how <laughs> 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 that uh-huh. work maybe maybe you should wear a mask just because you're fucking South African but where are you actually from Matt I'm half Aussie half okay. UK so oh, my right, old man's okay. an Aussie Okay. So my mum's English
0: so yeah that's like I mean. I'm half Yank half Manc so yeah, I'm my then you're English then you were educated
1: in Scotland and I that's it yeah that yeah <laughs> <there>.
0: <laughs> and I lived in Germany for three years and Bazzi he's just a South African yeah 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 oh.
2: I'm just African
0: he's actually a Zimbabwean you know I organised
2: this big international um, kayak competition oh yeah a couple of years ago yeah well I, I never organised it Ian Harris organised it and I helped him well I was meant to sponsor it. I ended up being his man Friday. But he said, he asked everyone, because it was an international thing. There were like 11 different countries. He said, can you all bring a flag? And he said to me, can you bring your African flag? <laughs> I'm not sure what the African flag yeah, is. Yeah, the tribe. But, yeah. yeah, it's just Africa, this big country. Can you bring of one Africa. of your shields? You- <laughs> I, bought yeah, yeah, yeah. My, I bought my bone that I used to have through my nose. It didn't fit me yeah. That hole's closed up now. But he was like, can you bring an African flag? I was like, what the? that black. must be so weird and he's for an you. intelligent bloke well
0: but, but imagine fishing in Zimbabwe versus coming here on the Basingstoke canal I mean that must be a world of difference right I mean same yeah.
1: with Australia right well, the yeah thing I've is, never <laughs> been I've never been out there though. I oh you've never in been to Australia I've never been back a oh, you know, right. lot of my family obviously they're mad on their fishing yeah. but I think the fishing a lot harder did your harder family
2: get sent over there is that what happened yeah no originally the day, I think originally they Northern got England, yeah they got
1: deported because the family name was originally originally Trevascuth, which is a Cornish name, and
0: yeah.
1: as far as I've traced it back, one of them got deported for stealing a loaf of I bread. I actually
2: joking about that. But no, no, no. <laughs> no. It's, it, what, they <laughs> got deported from Cornwall? or they yeah, got, got okay. deported right. from
1: Cornwall into Australia, obviously when mm. all of that was going on. On like, one of the like, criminal the conv- ships. Convict the... ship or whatever, and all then right. sort of yeah. made their thing. Wow. The old, uh, so granddad had like, I think he's got about three and a half thousand acres down the bottom, Fuck, sort of you know, three and a half thousand acres. So well, that's probably all desert. I mean, in Australia, no, I think probably, it, had, a big, had a fair-sized cattle herd. I think had about nine hundred head of dairy and cattle herd.
0: Wow, and, and that's so, that's small, small for a three thousand acre farm, I
1: guess. Yeah, yeah. But, you could you could have three thousand cattle there easily. Yeah, there's, cousin, there's only
2: half an acre of lawn actually. That have, <laughs> yeah, the rest that is desert. Yeah. Water yeah. From.
1: <laughs> but they <laughs> used to. I think they used to like swim the cattle. From what my dad said, they used to have to swim the cattle over to phillip island that's what they call fairy penguin island okay down there they used to swim the cattle over but they used to go over there and shoot the kangaroos and all of that so it was
2: quite full on
1: is your family still on that farm Uh, i think it was all split up and sold after my granddad died so i've never been back but i've got 27 cousins and seven aunties out there he had seven sisters Hmm. And then one of my mum's sisters also emigrated out there, so I've actually got eight aunties out there. But yeah. You've got a tiny twinge of the Australian accents. Yeah, you? I know, it's crazy. It's <laughs> only it's people one. that are not the English people yeah. don't tend to pick up on it as much yeah. as the sort of people well, that have been abroad a lot more. Because yeah. well, Barry lost
0: a lot of his Zim accent, but he's still Bring it out when you've had a couple drinks, right? Yeah, <laughs> well, it's still there. I mean, obviously, I don't sound English, but when I hear my my Zimbabwean friends, they, it's a lot stronger,
1: and I go, "Wow, is that how we used to talk? Why are you
2: putting on that funny accent?"
1: <laughs> Do you find that if you sort of socialise with them or you go out there for like a couple of weeks, it's strong? It brings it. Well, yeah, brings I it think back. you
2: know, you'd start. I don't know. You subconsciously start pulling out the the, the phrases and stuff, which yeah. is not just the accent; it's also the phrases. Like you know, we say yeah. "How's it?" Like you say "You're right," and we yeah. say. I don't really say that anymore because no. no one knows what I'm talking about. But even like, you know, my wife's South African, a lot of my mates are South African or Zimbabwean. Yeah. So you kind of never lose it completely. But yeah, you know, you do, it comes out and it's more the terminology that you use because mm-hmm. you're in that vibe and everyone's, how's it brewing? Oh, you, you end up getting caught up in it. But to mm-hmm. answer your question, it's quite ironic that you say, like the Baysy Soke Canal as compared to fishing in Australia and Zimbabwe, which sounds all exotic and, mm. and can be, but there's, very little, there's not as much water as you know, in Australia, you have to really be by the coast, and there's a few rivers worth fishing, but, I mean, in Zim, I used to fish on holiday, that was it, until huh. I got older, and then I could start driving around, and then, but you don't just, I mean, you know, Ben, I walk, yeah. I walk to the river two minutes and catch a 15-pound pike. Amazing, You yeah. can't do that in many places in Zimbabwe. Huh. But also in Australia, and I think, that
1: even in Australia, it's everybody's not, such they're so more focused on their fishing and they're just actually better at it Mm. so the problem is you go out to Australia and you get a day's fishing and you might not catch just because the fish are so pressured or you know they've been hammered so much and we moan about it over here going oh everybody's on the fish but you do catch over Yeah, and if you go over there it's
2: also like catch and release whereas a lot of places like that they're catching for the table aren't they so you think you go to those places and you're going to I mean at at the sea it's obviously Mm. different right but freshwater in particular a lot of those places they're, they're eating all the fish mm. so whilst you don't have as many people per you know square meter mm. of water you know you go to these places and you think you're going to clean up but there's particularly like in zimbabwe there's ruthless sort of illegal netting of fish mm. um you know th- there's not good management to the fisheries so people do whatever they want you know you can go and catch a 100 fish take them home and, so there may be and but they've got know,
1: completely different be, sort of ethics like when i fish with the aussie boys in the kayak competitions and bits and pieces you know like your little vibes that you fish with yeah they'll do loads and loads of that but they'll be fishing with those and they'll they've just got to completely do it. so you you fish for the brim out there and they'll have their live well on the back of the kayak and they've got to catch so many and then it's a live weigh in and the amount of times that you've got so they're fishing with fluoro so straight away over here everybody's like oh you shouldn't be doing that you should be fishing with treble hooks you could get bitten off by but a do they have fish in there that would bite you off I'm, I'm not sure but getting not. back to the sort of Pretty main short. focal point is the amount of times that they've had a brim deep hooked with one of those vibes so that's like two trebles yeah on the vibe and it's right down the throat so just snap the thing off chuck it in the live well and they say that as they're fishing they can hmm. hear the fish banging about in the live well and by the time they come to weigh the fish it's got the whole thing out the whole of the Mm. bait with two treble hooks and it's in the bottom of the live well and over here Mm. somebody just leaves a treble hook or gets bitten off mate on social media they're getting absolutely (laughs) caned. do you know what (laughs) I mean it's Um, like uh, it's actually not a problem necessarily if you know but it's all these internet warriors and keyboard warriors that are like oh I read that it's bad because of this it's like well if you actually go out there and you do this enough and then mm. you know what you're talking about. But that about.
2: may be a specific species, and the way it's hooked and stuff. Like yeah. I, I still don't go around condoning leaving treble hooks in the back. No, no, right? I'm not. But it's because just those it's guys like you never know. going
1: back to saying how pressured it is. Yeah, They're out there every evening, every yeah, yeah, morning, yeah. every weekend, all weekend fishing, and the the level that they take it to is a lot different. Whereas over here, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm lucky if I can get out during the week to go fishing. I'm lucky if I can get a weekend to go fishing. It's yeah. a different lifestyle. Yeah. I get, yeah. yeah, get blocks of Fishing, where I'll go abroad and I'll go. Yeah, you do. You tend to do much more bigger, bigger
2: yeah. event events and bigger holidays. Whereas I try and get my fill, just like Ben said, popping to the so canal for an hour in yeah. and here and there. I don't, but I mean, the last Which couple of years cool. I fish less than I ever have.
0: Yep. <laughs> well, yeah, because you're running a business as it's well. Let's face it. Over here, everyone's running a business. You're commuting to London or whatever it is you do. And but the cool thing that you did, Barry, I think, was when you said you went to to Florida. And he's like, "Tell us a bit about that." Like, you didn't. You, you didn't go specifically to fish like the kids were at disney world and you're there in a in the parking lot oh,
2: ostensibly i wasn't going fishing but <laughs> i said i might take a few rods michelle when she saw me packing up you know it well you probably the same right yeah. it, you have to sneak it it's you. like five rods and and i was just packing in, in yeah. my rod I'm no i'm not
0: fishing it's just you in case these, i need these it. flamby yeah. bunk boxes
2: that <laughs> yeah. they're really good they're quite deep so you can actually put all your gear in there as well yeah, yeah. if you take out the foam so you can put in rod they made to hold the reels but so I, and she was like, I thought, we're not. it's not really a fishing <laughs> holiday. Well, it's not a fishing holiday, but if you go all the way to Florida, right, it's the bass mecca of the world. You know, yeah. Florida largemouth bass, I mean, that's where they come from. So I'm not going all the way to Florida and not fishing, I'm sorry. Yes, Disney World is a priority <laughs> family. But we were lucky because, you know, Wet and Wild, Yeah. it used to be the water park there. They've now knocked it down and rebuilt a new one. But we were on, our hotel was on the lake that Wet and Wild is on the opposite side of I don't know if you've ever been there no I've never been so when you're up on the super tubes at Wet and Wild there's a big lake right and we were our hotel backed onto that lake on the opposite side yeah so in the morning I'd wake up at like (laughs) 5.30 go down and fish for a couple of hours you know the family's you know on holiday you're not getting up before like 8.30 right so yeah and I I caught like 7 pound bass right 100 metres from my hotel room I'd literally walk down you weren't meant to fish there
0: but no one else was obviously fishing
2: 5.30 in the morning no one's going to Big, Michelle's got a sign to me this, Beware of alligators and snakes And I'm standing knee deep in the water she's well, in well yeah
0: because I think At one of those Disney Nuts. World lakes, They ate uh, like an alligator or something. Yeah, Yeah So you yeah. do
2: have to be very careful And no,
0: like, that was yeah. only about
2: a year Before we went And it was disappointing Because they stopped fishing At all the Disney lakes You could fish at all those lakes before and But when that child got eaten They, they banned fishing at all the And oh, there's some amazing lakes You can imagine Like Disney You know it's all water But, yeah, I mean, the 9 Florida, there's water everywhere. And the the Americans don't fish them, because no self-respecting American fisherman is going to go to Walmart and fish the little pond in the car park. You know, that's, like, (laughs) embarrassing, right? Barry showed me
0: a photo. There's, like, a car park, and he's, like, going to the yeah. I mean, there's water everywhere. I was
1: just... The the doc who I fish with, he's he said that they used to go out there for golfing holidays and that but he used to get like a little six shooter rod and he used to have it in his golf bag because he yeah. said every one of those ponds on the golf course they've got bluegill gas Full bass them, everything bass. Yeah. that's Florida as well was it yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Now, and there's water you know it was built on swamp wasn't it so oh. they've basically built it up so
0: whenever these depressions there's water yeah. well there's so going to was... be more of it it's all flooding as well so yeah. all the all the smart people are selling their properties by the coast really and all the dumb people are there. <laughs> that's why it's so cheap
2: in Florida move here yeah, yeah? But, yeah, it was great. So my wife would go shopping, and I'd say, right, take your time. Normally oh. I'm, you know, itching to get out of there. I'd say, take your time. I'd <laughs> yeah, go exactly. fish in the pond, and, and there's alligators in every pond as well, and loads of bass, so Amazing. why not? It was
0: great. So did you get your tackle taken by alligators at all? No, <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no. I, I had a few close... Some big cl- snakes as well. ...close, and, close encounters. You're walking early in the morning in the, ones in the reeds. But, I mean, where I was fishing, it you know... Don't get me wrong. I grew up in Zimbabwe. Right? Crocodiles are yeah. my absolute number one phobia. We had mm. a guy in our school taken by an eighteen-foot crocodile, and I'll never forget that. I wasn't there, but in front of his parents and everything, it's horrendous. No. So it's not like I'm going around blatantly just going, oh "I don't care." I'm very, very aware. <laughs> but
1: as <laughs> anglers, exactly. we do put ourselves in situations like that. Anything to get just that. Yeah, know, I mean, oh, there's I'm there's a bit going, of a risk here, but
2: there's a bit of a risk, but it's a calculated. I'm, I'm in the water is really shallow, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. I can see and it's crystal clear I can see for 10 meters in front of oh. me you know it was I mean I, it's really shallow So if it, and I'm looking constantly I'm not just you know people who get taken are people who are maybe a bit blasé like the guy who said what alligators? fuck those alligators and he jumped <laughs> in and got eaten by an alligator yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that it was yeah, quite yeah, yeah, yeah. ironic but I'm, I'm like I'm pe- it's my absolute number
0: one fear is being killed by a crocodile but, or an alligator well also so it's like, I guess the alligators in Florida are a <clears> lot smaller I'm not 100% sure but I think they're the not as aggressive as crocs yeah they're not weeping. as aggressive as crocs and in they, Australia they're yeah the salties yeah those, the salties yeah, and
2: yeah, the Nile crocodile are pretty well linked it's a totally they, different
0: they,
1: they, league they,
2: yeah. those you don't I wouldn't be standing knee deep be, and they're also yeah, a lot quicker the
1: speed that you can move out of water as opposed to the speed that they can move within water yeah True. when they're quick on land
2: they're very very quick yeah but they they're quick in a short burst right yeah they're not going to come from 100 meters or, or 20 yeah. meters even they're going to sneak up they're going to yeah. sneak up because it's shallow too you it's see you see it coming yeah, yeah you it's see still it coming cute. i mean it's it's a foot deep any alligator yeah. that's big enough to take me i'd see coming from 30 meters away yeah. but the other and thing in florida
0: that you have to be careful of especially <clears> if you're in the marshes there, there's a huge python infestation They've got a huge issue with um, alien species of Python, where people have had pets, let them go, huge retics. They're taking over the whole of the Everglades. <laughs> They're eating all the, all the birdfowl, all the... At least they
2: won't kill you in one bite. They'd have to be quite a big one to no. take you down. <laughs> well,
0: absolutely. They have competitions and they catch like 100 a day, but it makes no, no, no really? impact. Do they eat but them? I, they don't. They kill... They euthanize them. Really? Yeah, it's just because it's just killing all the wildfowl, all the... Mm. Um, it's a
2: shame, like invasive species. There's a, a in Florida, even they've got tilapia, which is you know in Zimbabwe, yeah, it's, yeah, in a, yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's eastern um, Thailand. Uh, yeah. I think they originate. But what is it? Sorry, tilapia. It's, it's a we call it a bream, but it's a tilapia okay. it's a kind of fish that, but they're really good eating. They farm them for eating and right. we, we used to catch them that's what I first fish I ever caught yeah you see them fishing get... for them in all the drains out there and, and there they're everywhere and they're actually invasive but hmm. they they lovely fish to, to catch and eat hmm. but they're not meant to be there and you, they're just taking over and the same as well the alligators yeah. are native but I mean they are just out of control as well well, everywhere yeah. you go, you just see alligators, and that can't be good. Oh, well, they obviously know the numbers, but my goodness! The, sorry, that's so in Australia. In, in Florida. Oh, Florida, right, right. Florida, yeah. And they've, they've also got the snakeheads. You know, those.
1: But those they're they over there. Like from the point of view of like tackle sales and like hunting sales and all of that. That all like ten percent of whatever like of a, of a rod purchase or a reel purchase, ten percent of that goes back into the fishing game budget and like the selling of all the like the rod licenses that goes back in and they've got like they're very good on how they control um like from hunting point of view animals being taken or i don't know i think i was was watching something with donald trump jr and he was saying how much they put back into the great lakes like how much they put but it's not very well sort of advertised but they they're really on it over no, there that's, they, still it, put they a lot they, of money they, back it into is good. The yeah, and there's
2: a lot of, I mean 10% of their fishing gear is probably more than we spend in a year in the oh, yeah. 100% yeah MR.
1: every i mean everybody wants to crack that US market don't they when they're a yeah. small brand and they're coming uh, on and they've done bits in the UK or that yeah. America is the one that they just uh, yeah. want to crack I mean crack. there's
2: so many people fishing there and they're not shy to spend money I mean you go into Bass Pro Shops the guys walk in 700 quid they're buying reels rods they they go through gear like when I see you know, people say in this country oh it's expensive or oh, I've got a budget and I go oh that's fine but you know you just, <laughs> we can't all be the same but my goodness they spend some money on fishing gear there and you also go through it a lot you know those bass I mean jeez they destroy your lures do they yeah you take I took a pack of Kitex, the one year I went to my brother's I just had one pack of Kitex, I think eight in, six or eight in a pack first day they were gone
1: yeah but it's like you see the guys putting pictures up right, where they've got bass thumb where yeah, they've yeah, been yeah. them. so they've got the, very coarse they, mounts yeah, they're not
2: like pike though like pike obviously cut them up they sort of thrash them about you know right. they, and they grab it's like them
1: sandpaper almost isn't it yeah really. they,
2: they like grab them they pull them off your hook and they break it in half but they're amazing they just destroy lures <laughs> so yeah. it's great i mean i'd love to have a fishing shop over there because I was off to Bass Pro Shops the next day to go and get more Kitex, the Swing Impacts, because yeah. they just destroyed every single one I had. I was trying to glue them together, and they just yeah didn't work. Yeah, that's a, that age-old thing I of having it.
1: one lure that's working really, really well, and then you haven't got it. It's well, that's what happened when I went to
2: Florida. I took yeah. four four of the Western Shadties, the 9 centimeter. because yeah. when I grew up, you didn't have, in Zimbabwe, it was during apartheid in South Africa, mm. right? So it was boycotted, so you could get very little. So you got whatever you could get. Lucky I had some family in America, and they occasionally sent me stuff. But there was very limited stuff. You know, you either had a Rapala, floating crankbait, yep. or, a, or, a, or a plastic worm, and you mm. Texas rigged it. And there was very little variety. So I look at lures now. When I grew up, you know, and I go, well, that's not really a bass lure. But they're all bass lures. You know, yeah. <laughs> they'll catch bass, bass, like and fish, anything. bass.
1: Yeah.
2: But in my head, I go, oh, you know, worms, that's what I grew up catching bass on. So I took these shad tees thinking, let's see if they like them. My goodness, they? Absolutely loved them, and I made the mistake of giving two to God Bass Pro Shops because he showed me one of his spots. Well, oh. he was a great guy; we still keep in touch. And he, he had never seen Western before. Talk of cracking the Western market—they had yeah. never heard of them there. Now yeah. they're obviously, well, they're getting really big there.
1: Yeah,
0: is it
2: Scandinavian? Scandinavian, yeah. Um, yeah.
1: yeah.
2: And they, they, they must—they moved into America last year or the year before. And they won actually the ICAST Hardler of the Year. I think. Okay. So the ICAST is the big trade show. Like here yeah. we have Iftex, yeah. which is. The one in Europe, ICAST, obviously, there. it's in Florida. It's just down the road from where we were, actually. It's huge. And Western, it's quite a thing, because the Americans love their own brands. You know, they love the American brands. Yeah, They're yeah, very yeah. Mm. very patriotic, aren't they? You yeah, know, co- same you up, for cars, same for You grew up in like, America, buy America, right, America yeah, Ford, yeah, yeah you got to buy, buy Especially American. Especially with
0: Trump, you know. Especially yeah. now, yeah. it's become even yeah. more so, yeah. right?
2: That pat- which is great. Yeah. But, so they don't really like Japanese, they don't like Chinese, mm. and so forth. A Scandinavian company. Yeah. To win the best hard lure at that show yeah. was quite something. I think that really put them on the map. But yeah, those I had those two lures left and they got destroyed. I almost wanted to go back to my mate Mo and say, Mo, you know those lures I gave you? Can I have them and I'll send you some <laughs> more? Because i have only here for a, a good time, not you, a long time. You know what
0: you should do? Maybe do, Barry. I know nothing about it. But if you can get them to make it out in China, one of these Alibaba Well, pr- they're all made in China anyway. Brand it yourself. Yeah. You no, know,
2: they're all made in China anyway. But they, they branded, you know, that it's obviously a Scandinavian company, yeah. but but they're, manuf- they're not manufactured in Denmark. Right. They're manufactured in in China. But you you don't want to be copying. You know, I think no. that the, this is the thing people <laughs> have said <laughs> to me. It's not. I've realised it's not about. It, it is about the logo, but it's also about yeah. the brand. Mm. You know, you could go and copy a pair of Nike shoes and yeah. say, I'm selling these. They're not Nikes. Yeah, People yeah. want Nikes. It's that cult people want following, want, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah and and there's
1: there's certain things where, where you what can the get hair away. Hair can yeah. stuff yeah. as well
0: and they I tell you what I got Jordan and I got millions. Jordans on Alibaba they look like normal Nikes. <laughs> yeah, well, you the would, guys you at work would. were like
1: those shoes are so
0: naff you've got these old <laughs> shoes they're falling apart I was like they're perfectly fine they're Stan Smith's they're oh, like no. t- t- 15 years old what's wrong with them And th- and so I went online I said oh these Jordans are 450 quid and then I saw this other website it was a bit with some Chinese lettering and it was like Air Jordans 50 quid I wouldn't they look exactly the same honestly I don't yeah. wear them anymore because I'm For like people who know no, right? Right? I probably yeah. wouldn't
2: know I'd be happy with them you know some imitation I mean in Zimbabwe I'll get you some. Prob- <laughs> probably what I grew up on you know you couldn't yeah. get anything like that so yeah but they spend millions of dollars and years researching these things it's not yeah. as simple as just making you know guys do it and I've seen guys selling you know pig sheds remember there was yeah, a guy yeah, selling strike are, pro pig yeah, sheds at yeah. seconds they weren't strike pro pig sheds they were a copy and and I don't mind if you want to make some lures in your garage and use them and sell a few to your mates that's fine but to copy someone's no, name right. yeah. they've invested millions course, in patents yeah. and that's really you know that's where I draw the line I mean yeah, you do I've see all of these molds yeah. and
1: there's loads of molds yeah, coming out yeah. isn't there
2: I mean we had a guy buying lures from us and then copying them and yeah. I almost didn't want to send him the lures of because I might, could see yeah. what he was doing he was buying one of these one of these None one of those of body, yeah. and then he was making molds but you know he's buying from us and I I wanted to contact him and say mate you know no. what are you doing so I drew the line when he used the discount code and it was like <laughs> 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 you've been banned I can't remember his name but I won't name and shame him but,
0: yeah, but that's no. the thing there's so much technology in fishing now isn't there well, I mean, would you say it's almost too much or is that do you like that aspect of it I think as a fisherman or as a retailer I think it's different right
2: yeah. <laughs> as a retailer you love yeah. as a fisherman you know that maybe yeah, there's a lot more a lot more complicated than it needs to be sometimes um, you know just a fish Some some fish are more clever than others but some lures are definitely stand out, you know as better quality, better thought out, but there's a lot of lures that are much of a muchness and they just haven't been branded as well or there's still in, or there's still know.
1: no substitute for just pure watercraft, just mm. know it, just being out there and knowing what you need to look at and why you need to look for it. yeah, like just reading yeah. a river or reading a lake or looking at contours and understanding why the fish are in that set place and when they're in that set mm. place I think and those fish are, are yeah. going to be in that set place and yeah, like I you think say why they're there because that's huge when you take the little bit of knowledge that we glean from say the Basingstoke Canal or a, a river system in the UK and we understand that and then you try to apply that to a river say in Holland where you can't see from one side to the mm. other you just don't know where to start and you just literally you have to break it down into really really small bits and like right there's current coming in from here this is this this is this and look on your fish finder or just look at the surface of the water and see how it's different to another area and then you can you can gauge from those small things that you've gleaned from being a kid growing up fishing and working it out which is what you should do, rather than just nicking other people's spots. Yeah, and I think time.
2: that's the problem these days is that with social media and with technology, everyone's everyone can be a fisherman and they just need to ask the right questions in the right places and you can read you know, YouTube; you can watch YouTube videos and you can get there. You know, you can you can pick up a lot before you've even picked up a rod, you know? And yeah. no, right, you know, you can get, you know, Google Maps, you can look at the stuff, you can find out what you're meant to be looking for. It's always different when you actually get there and do it. But you can get it halfway there. But I think that, as you say, Matt, there's no substitute for that experience on the ground, too. And that's why I'm quite pleased that I grew up when I did and where I did, because there was no help from anyone. You had to figure it out. Yeah. And although, as you say, I grew up in Zimbabwe fishing little lakes and big lakes, Lake Kariba, that's, you know, 300 kilometers long, I think, something like that, was the biggest man-made lake in the world. But you're not fishing out in the middle of nowhere. You're generally going into little bays... Or if you're fishing for tiger fish, you're going out in the deeper water, but you're not fishing right out at, at 100 meters of water. Mm-hmm. You know, so although it's a massive lake, it's like fishing a small lake because you're fishing close you break to the bank, and structure, and yeah, you break it's like you said, depending on what you're doing. So it's not that different to like fishing in Florida or or in Holland. So if you've got that basic knowledge that you've grown up with. You kind of have an instinct that you can sense. Not sense but you know what you're looking for. Whether it be freshwater, Well salt water is different because it's tidal and different species but there's so much uh, importance in having that basic knowledge. I get so annoyed people phone me and say, oh, I see you fishing. Where are you fishing? What are you fishing with? How do I fish it? You know, yeah, mate, yeah. go find it. Fish it how you want. It changes on the day. It changes on the spot. One lock one lock in the Basie soak Canal, I fish drop shot. One lock in the Basie soak Canal, I'll, I'll fish a crank because I know there's Pike there, there's Perch there. Don't just expect to me to give you a couple of answers and that's going to solve your problems. That is, because that is it so might solve a problem on one
1: day. And yeah,
2: and I, you've got that, to
1: learn about it. It's well, like people. It's, are it's like, half
2: the battle is learning yourself, and that's well, half the success, yeah. half the reward too. That's the fun, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, finding the oh, spot. Yeah. I've I'm spent
1: a, real fisherman. I, I want to do it. I
2: have spent years, like you in Holland. You spent years
1: working but on that water. F- I thought that it I'd out. got it sussed. So I bought Willem's boat off of him early on, and I was like there was an option to buy the finders off of him and I thought oh it's going to have waypoints on it mate I'll be absolutely I'm just like I'm just basically going to go rob from here spots. to here like and I'm just going to rob all of these spots and I know but and you go onto the spot and you'd be like oh right uh, so he's got a spot else. doesn't look like much. Nothing's happening. You probably was, programmed all the spots and changed them. He no, 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 he didn't. It was, random I'd spots
2: would he with them for. Not what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's he thing. Oh, so you can actually program the <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, so you have like yeah. a GPS. Yeah, it's got a GPS. Oh, okay. So you save Drop your waypoint. Spot,
1: right? so you <clears> save a waypoint, throat> throat> and that will be because of. <clears> but, <throat> it. but I didn't understand whether that could have been an early summer spot. Or a late winter well, yeah, spot, or it thing. could have been a spot for Xander, or it mm. could have been a spot for perch, or it could have been a spot. So I was turning out, and I was like looking at it. I didn't. So, so you I literally. Did get all his so I got yeah. all of his waypoints, but then I was like, I don't know what I'm looking for. I don't mm. know how I'm going to fish it. I don't know at yeah, what yeah. time of day. So I literally, in the end, after a couple of years, I was just like, I'm just getting too confused with all these waypoints. Deleted everything yeah. off of it. Took it all off.
2: Didn't you take a backup just in case? No, no, no. I was
1: literally just like, wiped the whole lot. <laughs> and then just went back to the basics and went to the areas where I had fished with him at the time of years I'd fished with him and then worked it back out for myself and over time some of the other Shimano guys out there sort of guided me and helped me a little bit and when they were like, right, we we fish here because when you look at what the tide's doing because those rivers are all tidal you look at what the tide's doing you look at the angle of the buoy you see how the water's running then you know that you've got a lump or a, a hole on the bottom if the water's running that way you know that the fish are going to be sitting in that hole because the water is pushing the food towards them and they'll be there but if that current's not running they'll be sitting on the other side of the hole facing the other way and it's all of that that you need to take yeah, into yeah, account. Yeah,
2: it's like you can you can take a horse to the water, you can't make a drink and, and you, you have you to know, learn you, that you, I, when I went fishing with Luke Coffins, yeah. for example, yeah. that was the same place in Holland it's called Haringfleet, it's massive and it's we were fishing for perch and normally like yeah if you if i've got my finder i'm normally looking for for shoals yeah you know if you go to the bigger the bigger waters yeah and if i'm fishing the Thames or somewhere then i'm looking at structure and you, it's too shallow really you know a fish finder works with a cone like this so the mm-hmm. deeper it is the more area it covers mm-hmm. but when you're in 6 foot of water you know you're looking in an area like this directly below Quite your a small your area. kayak yeah. it's not really giving you much yeah. info so it's more you're finding the depth and the general terrain Contour, that, yeah. that you're looking for where you think fish would be as opposed mm-hmm. to trying to find shoals of fish mm-hmm. you can see them on the side scan sometimes yeah. but there's so much going on in the Thames debris and flow that I just basically look for it for depth and I know what depth they're going to be at or if I catch them in that depth then I'm looking to emulate the same depth and I was with Luke and we stopped at a spot and there was nothing like if I was there on my own yeah. there was nothing that stood out that would have made me say right this is going to be a good spot for a perch. Yeah, and we were and we were casting. Well, he was catching lots of perch on that day. <laughs> and I said to him, Look, what is it that brings you here? You know, because there's nothing on that. It's flat bottom. Yep. I don't see any fish. We were catching yep. fish we weren't seeing because they they big yep. fish. Yeah, yeah. So they're not shoal, They're not. Yeah, big they tend of, to be solitary. Big perch over there yeah. tend
1: to be like in twos or threes yeah, or yeah, even yeah. just yeah. single. And you don't even see them because
2: you're not casting. No. You're not catching them below the boat. No, no, you, no. You, you're but, casting. And I said to him, "What?" And he just said, "Well, I just know there's fish here." Yeah. You know? So he didn't. He didn't really need his finder because he knows that, like, like you, yeah. maybe your, your specific spots, you could drive there without a finder, I guess. You yeah. have it on, just yeah, as you reassurance. Know, how you know. it sets
1: up. You've got a mental image of how it sets yeah. up underneath yeah. the water because you go over it and you'll look at the contours and you think, okay, if I'm facing here, and you're still going back to the old school thing, you'll still l- use landmarks. So, oh, that windmill or that group of trees on the bank. What I'll do is I'll line myself up between this and this. You still have to do that yeah. from yeah. a mental point of view to know exactly where you are. Yeah, so so like you, you just pressing. Button and
2: your boat goes yeah. well you can i mean with motor guides and stuff yeah, yeah. that's amazing but, but, Cause, uh,
1: yeah. so you obviously got your boat from someone that was in, with
0: like a wizard fisherman yeah and, yeah okay he's yeah guide, really he? he's a guide he's, he's a full-time guide, guide.
1: Right. he's been with shimano for god knows how many years like he got a sort of long service award right. type thing was that villain yeah villain he's just like been out right. there he's guided right. and he's just basically the predator fishing thing sort of came over here, quite sort of late, we started to get the Xander and that, and that sort of triggered it, didn't it? Would you say so that for the, the predator fishing in the UK sort of exploded when Rutland and Grafham opened up for Xander fishing? That's yeah, where I mean, the guys it, were fishing in of... for years and years, yeah, yeah, them, yeah, they were on not, the fly not on a big scale and up. bits and pieces, yeah. I think more. Mm. But when that predator fishing opened up, everybody suddenly had somewhere where you could all go and you could rent a boat and you could get out there and you could actually fish for them and target them and they just took off. They exploded Mm. from the point of view of loads of numbers and people being able to catch them and at that point a lot of people who were really serious about it they liked it but they were like we we want a usual thing I want to catch a bigger fish. Mm. So they're like "Mm, where else? (laughs) And they looked into Europe and the people the key names back then were Bertus Rosemeyer Willem Stalk and a couple of others, but they were like the people you could phone up and be like, I want to go and catch Big Xander, I want to go and catch Big perch." And you could go out and they would guide you. They were like the and now in Holland everybody's a guide, aren't they? It's just mad. They're yeah, I mean there's a lot of out guys there
2: a lot of, it's a big place. Yeah. But um but there's I think more the problem is guides. people here seem to think that you go over there and you're just gonna be put on a massive fish and you're gonna go and catch twenty Double figure Xander in a day, and I mean, I went with Luke Coppins. He's one of the best out there. He's been fishing that place
0: twenty odd years, and so it's quite. Sorry, it's quite stocked, is it? Is it's, it's not stocked. It's no. a natural fish Yeah, it's that not that, right? naturally stocked, okay. but it's. You know, when
2: you say stocked, you mean it's got good, a good head of fish? Well, I was
0: wondering it's why not people expect to to catch. No, so because massive.
2: you see all these pictures of guys yeah. with these mm. massive that you know okay. they got so fishing, many people fishing. They're probably fishing daily. Flood social media, they're fishing it daily. Yeah, and they've been fishing it for twenty years, so and they. Right, fish, and, but even them, you know, they'll go out and blank. Mm. You blank. So it's like anything not, on social
0: media when they've had that perfect day. It's out of
2: proportion. Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. What they do is they save up their pictures. Sometimes you'll catch mm. five, five double figures out mm. in a day, which is a good day, isn't it? Yeah. Out I mean, mm-hmm. there, any, you know. Yeah. Anyway,
1: that's a good day. But but they'll also hold their fish back because I know some of them. Yeah. That they'll turn them around they'll, and hold yeah, them in
2: a different yeah, angle as well. But also, <laughs>
1: they'll hold the photos back is what I'm saying. So they'll mm. you'll go out on a set day and you'll have a really good day and they'll be. And you'll have seen another guide go past you in a boat, or somebody clock where you're fishing. And I've had it with guys; they're like, "Don't put those photos up today," because if you do, don't he saw them. where we were most of the day, <laughs> and that is going to wreck Brilliant. that spot. So keep those photos yeah. and leave it for a couple of days until the weather's the same, and all of that. So people right. out there, they're From literally the extent, people yeah. will. I've had I've been out there fishing, and the media guys will like they don't know as much about fishing, they know a bit but they're not pros and they'll be like, they'll show one of the guys and go, oh look at this fish, he took the, he, he just caught this, it's massive and they'll just go, leaves on the trees, that was nonsense. ago. <laughs> they literally, they don't look at the fish, they look Brilliant. at the surrounding, yeah, they're yeah, looking yeah. at the background straight away, that's what they're doing Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. and that's, yeah. they're
1: analysing it to check the spot and see what it lines up with and then they'll go onto Google and they'll look at the background and they'll go, oh there was a big long white shed in the background yeah, yeah. and right. they'll break it down and you go there next time and you'll just Your spot's mm. getting right. See, my
2: I Can't don't tell I tell people not to tag me in photos, like, um, just so no one knows that I'm fishing during the week. I say, can, you, can, you, <laughs> so can your you wife wait? doesn't know yeah, where you are? wait, you wait right? till <laughs> Saturday yeah. and then tag that. Don't tag me. Don't put up yeah, yeah, not was, in the pub. <laughs> don't take a picture <laughs> of me in the
0: pub. I'm telling you how busy I am. And like, no, 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 no,
2: Don't. Wait. And then Sunday comes along. Oh, look at the fish I had.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: but so, hang on, so. it was raining all weekend. Like, yeah, we've no, been no, at no, my not, mother's all
1: day. Not yeah. a working.
2: Not
1: yeah. a working. So I think Barry said to me, we were going out and we were fishing. I was like, are you going to come? he Goes. Oh, I'll have to see if I can. If Michelle will be all right with it. So and he's like. He's like, oh yeah, she was all right with it. He's going. No, I've decided that it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. <laughs> <laughs> that was his key phrase. So I was like, one, okay. Yeah, one, don't she, I hope
2: she doesn't listen to this. But one time I went out on the way back. Especially when you go like that, he's putting <laughs> his middle finger. <laughs> I'm getting nervous now. You can see who's in charge in my tro- family. Tro- not he, to, he, sorry to push the table that wears, much because. Yeah. But go ahead. Wears, yeah, sorry. Go, go See ahead. who wears the pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember when I used to do a lot of building work in in London. I. I used to sometimes finish early and I always had a rod in my van so instead of going home because then I had quite a young son and then obviously you get you're not going to go out not not necessarily because I wanted to go out without them knowing (laughs) but I would think let me just stop on the way home at the river I remember one time (laughs) it was like a Wednesday and I caught this really nice pike I was so excited about in in the Way River here it was like 98 centimetres which wow as far as pike goes, not massive, but from the river on a yeah. level on light gear, yeah. it was really fine.
0: 98 centimeters
2: seems Yeah, I mean, damn they grow you to like a, a meter 40. A meter, you know, meter so.
1: pike is a good pike, it's a
2: good pike, but you know, from the river in particular, it's, yeah. it's you know, like you can catch those all day long in the bigger well, mm. not all day long, but yeah, you know, they
1: say that a river fish is more hard for, yeah, I and mean, you know. it's
2: natural and it's you know, they don't grow as big because mm-hmm. you know, they're fighting harder against the current. Mm-hmm. But um, I caught this fish and it, I got. Gill rakers. Yeah, right, rake you know, when, when you hold them ah, by right. the gills, the rakers. Yeah. And I got all the, this blood on my hand. Oh. And I, I couldn't, I wanted to tell my wife and my kid and put it on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> and I went home and I was eating dinner. She said, Oh, what happened to your hand? And I was like, Oh, no, I just, um, I, I, <laughs> I grabbed something. And, just, and then I took it only on the weekend. I could say, Hey, guys, check this phone, check this um, bike I caught. <laughs> yeah, funny. I don't do that anymore, obviously.
0: But. I'd tell her everything after brilliant. you've done it <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> from exactly. my experience yeah yeah
1: well <laughs> nah, no Michelle's brilliant as long as I
0: yeah.
1: know so no, yeah. I think I'm pretty fortunate from that point of view my missus just I'll be like oh, I'm going to Holland for two weeks she'll just be like yeah whatever I'm pleasing literally I think she's like oh, thank fuck for that no, pretty much <laughs> I See, it, says it, mine loves me she likes me to be around maybe yours is happy to
2: be rid I, of me yeah. I
1: get back and I'm like oh did you miss me and she's like no where
2: <laughs> yeah. like, oh, oh, have it's, you been gone that's nice it's
1: like I'm I've, it was it was pretty good I think I you know I'm gonna I'll do a week at work I work really hard and I think I'll shoot back over to Holland next week and she'll be like yeah cool but you well, don't have where where young, you, don't you don't young kids do you no see that's the difference no, that's when you yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly
2: when you've got yeah. a young kid that's a bit unfair well Oz is twelve now, but still, you've got to entertain him and you've got to share that. Yeah, no, I get that. I
1: was get it. I cheated, yeah. so I got a ready-made. So yeah. I was like, when I met my wife, um, she had a seven-year-old, so I oh, okay. just took her on pretty much straight away. And yeah. by the time I got into my competition fishing and mm-hmm. fishing abroad, it didn't really matter. she fishes, Sam's, she Sam's fishes with you now, kept, doesn't she? Well, you've been out with I've Sam, Sam been, on yeah. the boat. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. awesome. So you take her with you. That's yeah, yeah. that's what sure. I'm It's yeah. like now it's like, where are we going fishing? Where are we going fishing? Where are we going? I'll see like, like twenty-two
2: now. Nice,
1: Sam's. I think Sam's going to be. Sam's coming up. I think she was 27 oh, this wow. year. Oh, okay. So, but she's mad on it. And, like, she'll Brilliant. always come over yeah. and she'll be like, oh, get a drop shot rod. I'm going up the pond because we've got a pond in the wood just past our mm. house. Really? She's oh, i got to get a drop shot rod. Takes that. When she goes on holiday with her boyfriend, she'll be like, set us up a couple of rods. Want a couple of drop shot rods? She takes it. You know, always up there. Like, did, like, from being at school, she was always tying flies mm. and doing bits and pieces. And, yeah, just loved and it was always we'd go trout fishing initially before we were into the predators and go out get a limit of trout take them back home she'd whack them on the head no problem Amazing. with it yeah. take them back we're getting I'd crack a beer go on the sofa and start watching telly she'd be in the kitchen gutting them and she'd just bring we them test. in and be like is this right is that right and yeah. I don't eat fish yeah, yeah. I don't eat fish at oh, all she'll
2: make a good wife yeah. she'll, she'll <laughs> make a good wife
1: you we'll make all men jealous em. now they're yeah. going to want her number yeah you <laughs> guys were
0: in the good books everywhere until you got to when we got home I sat down in front of the telly with a beer and she was in the kitchen with an yeah, 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 no.
1: that was what she wanted to do and she yes. wanted to do yeah. It's cool so no no I'm joking it's good
2: you threatened to buy a rod I want to buy you, you, you're here now, you know. No. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I want to buy from you know, the lure box, there's, there's, the lurebox.com. box hundreds, com. hundreds of rods. Hundreds of rods. <laughs> um, I'll yeah. take you out. You and James and um, even Isla. Isla's w- well, probably not interested in fishing. Not that she's a girl, but she's at that age.
0: Yeah, I, I, used to, <laughs> I, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. And so I remember, I think it was Kingsborough Community College that got, we went and we had this lesson in fishing. So we went to the pier and it was a Hudson River. And it was all, but it was like, you right up at the top of this pier, so it was really high up, and it was it was so exciting. we absolutely loved it, but it was just we didn't catch very much, and what we did catch was quite small, but it was still amazing. We were and like it had three eyes, it. and yeah, exactly. <laughs> it had like six. It had like <laughs> river so <laughs> Oh my god! When
1: you take kids and they do go <clears throat> fishing, I a lad was around our house doing the building, and he had his two kids, and I said, "Oh, I'll take them out the pond fishing." Literally, just a little drop They get so excited. Yeah. Small perch that we call wasps. Literally going out and that sort of rattling Mm. on the rod and that they are hooked and they're literally, they go home and all they're like is Mm. dad when can we go back to Matt's dad when can we go back to Matt's dad when can we go, and he's like, it's driving me mad but it's like so healthy yes yeah Yeah, yeah, absolutely, especially
0: now with all the devices, like we didn't have all the devices back then now the kids have all the devices, it's such a nice way for, as you were saying with your daughter to go out and do that, so yeah I definitely Um, want to get I want you to hook me up with it, because when um, we went to the um, new inn, of course we were at the pub and Barry's got this, like, it was so different from however many, whatever it was, 35 years ago when I was doing it. He's like whipping it this way and it's. Oh, bait
1: casting. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Geez, and that's the thing. that's that way, under the bridge. that more in South Africa. Over here, the UK boys. The yeah, yeah. Mm. It's like. Cult <laughs> following of yeah. like. Bait yeah, bait casts is how
2: people discovered them about five years ago. Yeah, what bait casters?
0: We had the like, bridge over the over the canal, or, or the and and Barry's gone right through under the bridge to the other it. side. Skipped it,
1: skipped it. Yes. Yeah, Me and it my it son James different. were like,
0: we need this. <laughs>
1: well, <the laughs> so thing yeah, is, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's
0: not
2: it's not actually rocket science, but you know, bait yeah. people talk because people have grown up in this country with spinning reels, so it's what you're used to. So suddenly you're getting something new and it's it seems everyone's told you it's complicated mm. but I mean I got my first Shimano when I was what 14 my baitcaster I had spinning reels mm. and I practiced in the garden yeah. you know, as a kid because I didn't I didn't have as I said I couldn't just walk to the river like I can yeah it's safer to practice in the garden mm-hmm. few practices few yeah. practices and I remember the first time I went out on the boat with my actual baitcaster I took back in the day you literally you would have one rod if you were, you know two rods if you're lucky <laughs> yes yeah. i had my spinning rod and my bait cast rod then i had my tiger rod which was my heavy rod so those were my three rods bream bass tiger basically and i took my spinning rod just in case i had a so problem. you'd have two rods if you were lucky but you had three no no not on the boat <laughs> no, no 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 i had a tiger rod but you wouldn't take it where i was because there were no tiger fish that was when i went to lake karibu all the same right, okay. but for for that for those small lakes you'd have just basically one rod because you were bass fishing if you went to Cariba, you'd have your bream and your tiger. That's it. <laughs> you must have had I, some
0: cool adventures of Karibu, like yeah, at Cariba, like the around there. Oh, like that's the a, fish, that first
2: know. time with the baitcaster, I went my first cast. I was like, "Right, here we go." 14 years old, and I went back. And as I went back, the lure hooked the seat. Oh, <laughs> and I went, shit. I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine on a spinning rod. I mean, it's embarrassing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but you'll know, right? And I went to give it this big heave. <laughs> And the chair <laughs> well, you know, a baitcaster the way it works. I've got some of them. The spool carries on spinning when, oh and the lure is meant to take the line out with the weight of it and pull the line, whereas you get a big backlash, and that was it. And it I mean, takes you hours to. Well, there was it. no way I was. That was basically. I just looked at it and went right. That's going down. That's like my just normal fishing
0: experience. what you just described. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: but I mean, it's not that hard. You know, you start off slowly. You've got, especially nowadays, the braking systems are so advanced. You know, you can you can tighten it up, and you can. One trick is take the line out to the distance you want to cast, then put some tape around the spool, mm-hmm. and cast so it. If you do get an overwind, it doesn't go okay. beyond that tape, so that it doesn't because mm. it can really get bad. Mm.
1: So, so, it's just practice, and I mean, it's it's not. I still don't really fish with them. I no. really don't. I'll, I'll fish with them for vertical, and I will maybe use a little bit of it on my crank rod for casting cranks, but so this is baitcaster you, you're fishing yeah.
2: you're yeah. fishing quite in big open open waters mainly aren't you if I'm fishing from the boat yeah I don't need the boat, sort of pitch yeah, there's some, legs,
1: like you're saying under yeah. that bridge yeah. that's where it is It's sort that's of what they up made for that's personal. what they made
2: for you know you get some guys you can fish you know you there's a reason you have all these different but, lines and reels and because they're made for specific mm. purposes and there's no point having a baitcaster well there and being in the open because they don't cast as far as spinning re- reels do they I mean you yeah. can with the right set but they're not as easy to, to
1: cast Jeremy Starverman said to me that <clears> he fishes with one pretty much all the time and he said that his reasons behind it were he felt that he got 15-20 minutes of fishing a day more you get much more because get, of yeah. like the retrieve ratio and like that sort of constant well, it's, it's so but much, for someone who's so listening quicker. who
0: doesn't know what it is like me because I've seen you use it. What, In a nutshell, what's a baitcaster?
1: Well, basically,
2: a spinning reel is your traditional reel that hangs normally mm. un, under your hand, right? So, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you, I could get one out for the, for the sake of the <laughs> video. But um, a spinning reel, the line comes off in a different way. It's, yeah. it's a lot easier. You've got a bail arm that you flick over. And then when you cast it, the line comes off sort of the spool sideways. It's just a lot easier to use. Oh, but okay. it's also actually easier to cast really light gear on. You know, bay cast as I say, it's upside down. You, the spool goes perpendicular to the way of the direction of the rod. You hold it with your thumb. You press a button as you cast. That spool starts spinning, mm-hmm. and the idea is that it basically push almost pushes the line off the reel. So you need that momentum of the lure to keep that line keep pulling the line out. You, you, you get me? So if you yeah, cast. Yeah. If you cast, for instance, and you cast into the wall, right? Mm-hmm. You're, going, you're going to bang that thing out at 100 That's miles an hour. That's the kind hour. of thing I probably you're going to get that spool wall. spinning. At a <laughs> yeah. ma- it goes at a serious speed. I mean, when you see guys when the waters when when the line's wet, they yeah. go bang, and you see this big foam of black yeah. like water as it right. comes off, mm-hmm. which isn't easy to catch. <laughs> <laughs> <around the camera. laughs> <You 'Cause laughs> it's. I've been trying You it, have, you have to videotape it, tape, it but, but you see it, some yeah. classic photos of guys when they did. You get a little spinning reel too, yeah, don't you? But more on a bait caster because it's that centrifugal force goes. If that lure stops and that line stops going out, that spool carries on spinning. Right, yeah. So yeah. When you, It just you makes know. the
1: most horrendous mess. Yeah. So all of yep. those loops so of line have just gone round, basically. but they're folded and yeah, folded gotcha. and folded tangled, again, yeah. and you pull it, and you don't and know where it starts. And with mono and
2: fluorocarbon, it actually starts from the inside and pushes out, so it opens up like this, and mm-hmm. braid actually stops on itself quicker. It's ho- it's thinner, so it's harder to pick mm-hmm. apart, but it braid actually doesn't get as bad as fluoro, actually. So it's just... It's a different way of fishing. It's For me... I, I I don't have a single spinning reel for pike. I've got about 20 bait casters from light. I don't use BFS really. If I'm going in the canal super light, I just find it easier with a spinning reel. I mm-hmm. think guys, this BFS is bait finesse. It's a, it's a bit of a sort of fad word, but it, it oh, is. I mean, it. I can see its its application and it's great if if you're into it. Really, really light bait casters where you're mm-hmm. casting like one to two grams. The Chinese and the Japanese are really good at it a lot of guys here are doing it and I think a lot of people do it just to say that they can cast a one gram lure on a baitcaster it's kind of a bit of an achievement award you know. whereas mm-hmm. I'm like you know, I'd use a baitcaster all day long over a spinning reel I think it is it's like the you right say it's sort of
1: close quarter battles so like yeah. when you watch the Japanese guys they'll have quite a short rod and they'll almost sort of build the momentum won't they? they'll sort of mm-hmm, sort of like I can't think what you'd do it with but if you're like swinging like a conker on a string you might sort of get the momentum before you release it and that's what they do they sort of build that momentum and then they'll fire it off but it'll go skiffing under trees like you said with Barry under the bridge and that I think yeah for close quarter stuff yeah Yeah. I'm sure it's really 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 good it's
2: a a lot easier with heavier things you can imagine like a pendulum Mm -hmm. right a heavy lure you could just swing once and go Mm -hmm. and swing it like that Whereas a light lure doesn't have that weight, so you really have to generate. You have to load the rod and generate that tension right, in, yeah. in the rod in order for the rod to do its job and flick it. Obviously, you have much yeah. lighter rods, so it's relative. You balance your rod to your gear, but it is. I still find I prefer spinning. I can cast a BFS.
1: I'm not great with it, but yeah. it's just because it's not. So I think that's really with where we're going back to the kids, on Having a <clears> rod that's like maybe a solid tip or is a lighter rod they're only going to necessarily catch small fish because there's a lot more small fish than there are big fish. But if you can give them a light rod that the fish is actually, like, really pulling on and the rod's bending it, it adds to that excitement. I think yeah. that's quite an important thing for well, that's the first yeah, time no, to definitely. get a light rod, def- not def- crazy def- light. You definitely but, yeah. need
2: light, light. That's the thing. I think most people, when you come from, like, a background of, like, carp fishing or something, where you've got really big fish and you see them out with these massive rods catching little perches, A, it's not fun, and B, it's not easy to cast Light lures on a heavy rod with heavy line because you know you need that, as I say, it's bad, they balanced, you know. So, mm-hmm. heavy rod, you need a heavy yeah. lure to load it and mm-hmm. get it out there. And I mean, I was the same when I came from Zimbabwe, I had little short six foot bait casters that would cast up to like 40 grams, yeah. And that's all I really had. I didn't even have a spinning rod, I got rid of my bream rod, I think. And I was trying to fish the canal, the Basingstoke Canal, with this 40 gram bait cast. and I realized actually I, I can't cast. Even a a seven gram lure, Mm. if I can get it out there, but it's not easy, you know, because I've got this heavy rod with this heavy line and it's very stiff, and it's just like a broomstick. And when you do (laughs) catch a fish on it, it's not much fun either, because you know it's like thirty pound braid Mm. that you you know, and you're catching a little perch. Just sort of raw hide it in. Yeah, yeah, skimming it across the water like skiing. Right. And and guys go, you know, it's the same. I see carp fishermen when they switch to pike in the winter, and they say, oh. Nothing big, I caught it, only caught a 10-pounder, you know. And you go, well, oh, that's a nice pike. <laughs> Yeah. You know, if yeah. you catch that on a, on a 3 to 10-gram yeah, rod right setup. With, with, you know, 12-pound yeah. braid on a little 3-inch plastic lure, oh, it's great fun. But these guys are catching them on two 2-pound two test curve. You know, mm. carp is measured in different weights, isn't yeah. it? But the equivalent of probably a 150-gram casting rod that's made to catch
1: 40, 30 but to 40-pound That's carp. not the only so. reason that we do it. It's also from the presentation <laughs> point of view. Yeah. yeah, when you get lighter and you get more sort of in tune with it if you've got like a really stiff rod like Barry's saying you've got 40 pound braid you've got like 20 pound leader and you've got like a 40 gram jig head or whatever because you're not really that au fait with how it all works so you're gonna imitate that fish so if you just take anything any one of these plastic baits so basically what you're doing is you've got a jig head through it and what you're doing is you cast that out, and that falls to the bottom. And as it's falling to the bottom, that tail that's on the end of it is obviously swinging left and right, yep. creating a load of vibration through the and it hits the bottom like that. So now you've got to re you've got to replicate what you just did. So you can't just reel it in and then cast it out again because it's not going to be any good. So yeah. what you do is you give three or four turns on the reel handle, which pulls that bait right. up in the water, and then you stop, and then it falls back through the water. But you want that constant motion so the predator chases that. So, the only way that you're going to do that is you need to know when that has hit the bottom. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. So, if you've got a very heavy jig head, Mm -hmm. so like a big piece of weight on the end of Mm -hmm. this, you're going to feel it because it's going to go right, right, right. right. That's when it hits the bottom. Yeah, Yeah, that's all of that.
2: but and your line will go slack because mm. you,
1: that's not the necessarily the greatest presentation mm-hmm. you want that to be as natural as possible so that fish going down and then just coming up and then just going down mm-hmm. and then just coming up that constant so it looks more, so natural it looks more or wounded yeah, yeah, yeah. or something yep. like that But and also slower so that, the fish yeah. can get to rather mm-hmm. than that, it falling mm-hmm. like the key cut. thing is that fall speed you want that because the fish aren't necessarily, necessarily going to hit it here mm-hmm. when it's on the bottom yeah. But they will hit it when it's just off the bottom. They're not necessarily going to hit it when it's right up here.
0: Right, so it's there's that, that balance, sort of yeah.
1: strike zone mm. close to the bottom, certainly with Xander. And you you're want not drinking that. a coffee. Can no, I no, drink I said
2: it. you guys can have it? Okay yeah, I don't. Uh, want I don't want drink coffee.
1: Okay. So that you need that to be in that zone there. So you want it in that zone as long as you possibly can, which is where we come back to the lighter tackle, because a lighter line won't be affected by flow, won't be affected by wind. And also it's less you know, to notice going onto the lure, so a finer mm. fluorocarbon or right. a finer trace or whatever it you want.
2: It also cuts through the water easier, so it doesn't yeah. hold up. The lure so you can
1: go it, for a lighter jig head you because you haven't right. got, and yeah. that will just slow that full speed and give a more natural presentation. Because the
2: thicker your line, especially if you're fishing deeper in current, mm. and if you wanted to get to the bottom, you you need more you need more weight. So it's all relative. So if you're fishing with you know two mil diameter line, you're going to need more weight than if you're fishing with one mil because it's half. Right. So it yeah, cuts yeah, through the water much hmm. quicker. So you always want to balance that, so you
0: can fish, not always as light as you can get away with, but sometimes it's essential. Well, that's that's my. Um, I do some fly fishing occasionally when I'm in Ireland, more just for yeah. just for fun, just to chill and just. Yeah. I don't catch much. Well, that's why I'm, most we
2: went, of us do it. To yeah. Be honest.
0: We, we had well. <laughs> the point is, I don't catch much. I went with a gilly once, and he had um, no, a lot of p- putching, which was fun. So we yeah, had this yeah. like moonshine with down and potato. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's basically moonshine. Well, that always
2: helps. a bit of alcohol, you know.
0: But that was an awesome day out. So, and we also <clears throat> caught. Um, it was a stocked um, lake, but we caught three or four brown trout, which was absolutely amazing. But I, anyway, no, I mean I had and that's this... great
2: fun, you know, to catch yeah. brown trout on the flies, you know, and that's and fly fishing is not easy, you know, it's um, you know, it's, a, it's quite a achievement really for someone who doesn't fish and is high on mood or drunk. <laughs> <on moon laughs> yeah, trout. exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, it was this this chat, It goes back to what you guys were saying about the watercraft and this this bloke. He was actually. Um, half Australian I think he was half Irish and uh, anyway he knew everything about the lake it was loose garnet where we are fishing where it's one of the places in the national park and um yeah it was just he knew exactly where to cast he knew exactly the technique of course so you know yeah we had an you know, unfair advantage like we were saying you know if yeah. someone
2: can show you that then it's half the battle it also gives you that confidence because you're not yeah. out there on your own going i don't even know if there's fish in here you know the, yeah, yeah if you if you went there and you didn't know you wouldn't even know mm. what species necessarily that you're fishing for or right but if someone says right there's brown trout here. Yeah, this is what you need to do to catch the yeah, fish in yeah. this water and this is where you need to be then you know if he can. You're halfway there, yeah. just getting that. But
0: with fly fishing, obviously, you still need to get that fly out there and but it's presented exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like the line that I had, it's a thick brown plastic because I got the. I obviously got yeah, the cheap yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> no, and then the, like... the fly on the end, I kept tying it. I wasn't tying it correctly, of course. So it was again what goes to you're saying, get the ratio correct about the yeah, weight yeah. of the bait against the line, and so that might be yeah. another thing I might fly have to. Fly fishing particular but
1: were you fishing? With a sinking flies so they call them wet flies Always the fly a dry one it was a dry so that's super cool yeah. so when you see yeah. that fish coming up and it takes that yeah. must yeah that's well even so when there, we got yeah. a little bite which is usually what happens when I'm by myself
0: I don't catch yeah. much but it, even if you get a bite that's like that's super exciting I got a bite well and, that's
2: the thing yeah. like I, I don't know how much you do I haven't done nearly enough but when you go like on the chalk streams in mm, in, yeah. this, in this country is yeah. sort of the most sort of quintessential english thing that you can do like yeah. right? brown Up, trout fishing upstream on, dry fly on, yeah. yeah and i mean it's amazing and just to actually get a bite is an achievement because yeah. those fish they're not easy and if you're in you know you're wading and you've got trees above you it's not like you're in the middle of a lake where you can just cast anywhere you really have to pinpoint where that fish is mm-hmm. you know trout in the rivers they tend to sit in the same spot yeah they don't, they don't move around like this they and don't. that'll be
1: exactly what and i was saying they, about in holland so you'll get that area that's out of the current where they haven't right, got to yeah. spend all of that energy to you know because they're not going to ex- mm. sit in the current working no. like crazy no when then they're going to get a little fly which is going to give them like a couple of calories mm. or whatever and then they've got to work they've got to spend 30 calories sitting there waiting for that same mm. so they'll always sit behind a rock mm-hmm. or in a little in a depression, depression or, or yeah. in behind mm. some weed where it's not as hard work
2: yeah same for all fish and they just sit there and wait and even if, even if a fly, so you'll see it. You, when you, you cast your fly a foot right of them, they, don't, they, they see it, but they go, no, that's mm-hmm. it's too far. I don't know if that's what they mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. say. I think it, <laughs> I too, it's too they, much energy. They literally, they and if you, you don't spook them, because you know you've got that long leader, right? If you yeah, don't yeah. spook them, that fly, it's not like a lure. You know, I've been lure fishing. You bring a, you bring a lure past them ten times. If they're yeah. not going to eat it, they're not going to eat it. They've seen no. it. Whereas with a fly, it's so natural that you can bring it over them a hundred times, as long as you yeah. don't line them or land your main line on their head. But that's and, ideal And then you plating. get it just right, in just the right position, and they come up, boom, Yeah. And, and so it's... And often you miss them because you panic and you strike too soon. Mm. <laughs> or you, yeah. you know, but that's, it's... You
1: get a, so much more
2: of a sense of achievement just by, by you know, instigating that bite. The old boy
1: that taught me to fly fish, he was <clears> always <throat> like, when they came up on the dry fly and they took it, he used to be like, you got to say, God saves the Queen, and then strike. Really?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was what I was told. That was, I, but I, I don't was, know whether in the Republic of Ireland that would go uh, down yeah, too well. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> say, hello,
2: Mr Fish. That's, yeah, yeah. Our, that's what I was told, <laughs> say, hello, Mr Fish. But it depends. In different fisheries, yeah. Some guys say it's here is one second because the fish have been caught more. They're more, yeah. They'll turn and spit Dif- it back time out. Of year You maybe, get out with you
1: know? lure fishing, though, don't you? you get a dunk and you're like,
2: Yeah. Oh, sometimes, no. sometimes they hold on to it longer. So sometimes it's two seconds. Sometimes it's one. With bass, you can let them swim off with the lure for thirty seconds. Yeah, often yeah. Before and and just let them take it, and they're
1: great because they, that's where you see the bass boys, isn't it? On the on the programs, they're like they're getting rid they're almost like they're going to hit a ball. yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's that's in the wall of it, and you're like, oh my. That's what Lord. I love about
2: baitcasters. So that's a baitcaster, right? You're asking yeah. about baitcasters, so that's the way it sits with your rod underneath. And so when you get when you get a bite, often I'll actually click, click it, okay. so the spool is now free, right? So that the fish can now yeah. take go it on. Because yeah. obviously, if you're holding it, you've got this tug of war. You don't have gonna, the chance to strike. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, you do have the chance, but the fish is going to be pulling yeah. it, and it'll sense to let it go around. and then strike Yeah, so yeah. you can drop your rod and you can let it go so much but sometimes i'll even like on the surface you know if they if you got a like mm. a weedless hook click it over and then you you give them that and you let them run with it a bit so they can actually get it and then you you as as, as matt says you build up
0: and you mm. click it and, it, and you, you it, set, it's a bit like when the they're hook. fishing in the florida keys for the big um su- uh swordfish and stuff right so they 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 do the they've got the belt around them on the back of the stand bone. up yeah, yeah. And they, they let the thing go for a while and then they suddenly strike like you saw. Yeah, said, well, they
2: bait fishing off yeah. maybe, but they're normally trolling. Aren't or dragging, they? So, yeah. yeah they, that's yeah, called trolling. Yeah. So
0: there you don't really have a chance
2: to let it go because mm. as soon as that fish hits, it's pretty much hooked because mm. the line is, you know, they're going at speed. They've got drag, but mm. it's, not, it's not on an open spool. Yeah, they, they usually hook say. themselves. They hook themselves on mm. trolling, but they're not letting it go. That fish is going because it's
0: taking line but maybe they also do you also want them to take the, the hook you, down you don't
2: have it? that chance okay. of
1: trolling mm. you know you you i mean trolling that lure is moving away from or is moving behind the boat so it's moving like this constantly so that fish has to absolutely nail that right. but you've got that constant forward propulsion so as that fish comes in you're pulling it out mm. so any hook that is mounted on top of that it's as it clamps going. down you've still got them in the momentum of the boat and that's just going to hook mm-hmm.
2: it yeah and invariably you're not actually holding the rod at the time you'll see they'll put the rods in rod holders they might be holding one but yeah. there'll be three you know they have depending on Spread. how they've rigged it they could yeah. have outriggers that, in downriggers what do they call those panel things that take it out mm. so you can literally so side planers so they see the rod go mm. and then they grab it and I mean the, the reason the fish is going is because you've got a drag on there so that it doesn't snap the line you need as a bit of a clutch, so a bit of give. Otherwise, you know, when you get that massive fish hit, mm. it'll just snap your rod, your line, or
0: both. You know. Now, the, the reason I was is I was <laughs> sound a bit pretentious. I went to HMV in Bath last week, and I got this. They got the they got books there for like three quid each. You, know, you get like tw- five books for like ten or whatever. Anyway, I got this Hemingway that sound one, called oh, To yeah, Have yeah. or yeah. Have Not. Yeah. yeah, It's all about, and you might know like Hemingway. It's got all these um, scenes in, of fishing and around the keys, and there's amazing scenes um, in the book about. um basically tra- exactly what we are just talking about trawling and the, the fight with the fish and so any fishing people he out write, there, get didn't that didn't he book. write
2: the it's awesome the book the famous book about the guy that old, man in the the mall, sea. old man in the sea yeah that's Wasn't it yeah and, and then, there's yeah. another one called islands in the street the guy the fought it but for like the whole day and then died
0: yeah basically yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the one I got was to have, and, to have and have not anyway okay but um, yeah so it, it sounds amazing to be on a boat in the sunshine like that and getting beers brought to you and trawling that sounds amazing yeah but um
2: Yeah, so I mean yeah, but trolling, I mean, again, there's not a lot of skill not a lot of yeah. skill in it. The skill is getting the right lure out to the fish and finding the fish and there those guys generally they're relying on the captain of the boat to do that. Mm. So all you're doing is guys will pay for that to go and catch tuna or marlin and basically all you do is you get told, right, that rod's got a fish on it, sit down. Yeah. They grab the yeah. rod for you, they buckle you in and then you realize obviously there's a bit of skill in that but they're all all over it shouting and and Mm. I don't it's not something that really appeals to me we'd all love to catch a massive marlin but for me particularly with pike I think what going back to what I was saying earlier Mm. about the the carp fishermen what they do is in the winter carp fishing dies down a bit and the Mm. predator fishing then picks up so what they'll do is they'll take their very gear that they fish for carp with Mm. they'll use pretty much the same method to fish for pike instead of putting a boilie on they'll swap it for a bit of dead bait a, yeah. A fish. Okay, yeah, yeah. they'll cast it out there sit it on their rod I don't know if you've seen how the carp boys fish they've got a bite indicator so it's a little little electronic thing that your line goes through so they'll clip their bail, bail right, arm over yeah, yeah. they've got what's called a bait runner or they'll they'll clip their bail arm over so that when the carp takes it runs through that wheel and it starts beeping They've actually got remote mm-hmm. controls now, so they can go off and have tea with the lads. Yeah, I've seen that before. You've and seen three yeah, ratings. Yeah. attached yeah. on these things. Yeah, yeah almost and like, a, like, a, like, a doctor's, <laughs> like a doctor's beeper. You know, oh, that's me. Hang on. And then they go, yep, I've got a... Can got they a. actually
0: be inside of the bar at the you new You can end. be anywhere. Yeah, they, 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 <laughs> yeah that's yeah, what they so do. So they, they stick right. their rods out. That's what yeah, I do. <laughs> and, then,
2: and then they go and they sit and have a social, because it's boring. You don't just want to sit there waiting for your alarm to go. So they... They go off and they all chat about their gear and, you know, what have mm. you been doing and what carp did you catch? Or oh, let's
0: see the picture. And then yeah. beep, 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 beep. And they go, oh, that's me. And off they run and they... That goes back a bit to what so we that's... were talking about earlier about the technology versus... And that's, the...
2: Yeah, but, I mean, that's that's just the way they do it. And it's fine, you know. And, and there is skill in, in not actually in hooking the fish because the fish hooks itself. There's skill in getting to the right spot, fishing the right it's baits. Again, it's and, about locating. You know, it's about locating mm. the fish. Yeah. So that's the Wardcraft. skill. craft the, the, That's the, the skill. Because the carp
1: will feed on, like clean gravel bars but you've got to find that clean gravel bar so they'll go out there ahead of time with like a marker float and a weight and again talking about the gear they'll use braid because it's more sensitive they'll cast that out and they'll just slowly drag that rod back and as it goes over the gravel that lead will transmit, transmit that vibration up the line and they can mm. feel that boom 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 right. of the ground and they go oh so there's a gravel bar out there and then they,
2: if it's they measure and...
1: they let the line out a foot at a time and when that float pops up they go oh there's a gravel bar there it's eight foot deep and then they'll bring it in they'll mark the line and then they'll bring it in and they'll work out that that was, say, eight wraps or eight mm. rod lengths. And then they'll mark their line, clip it up, and then they can cast Not back exactly where to that is. exact yes. spot.
2: Well, then they'll get their bait rod out, their spot rod, and they'll start feeding that spot. So you yes. basically lay down some ground bait. So that's it's, it's quite a skill, mm. you know, because now yeah. you've got to make sure you're getting that bait straight back to the very spot mm. you were just at. You do that, you know, you mm. bait it up a bit. You wait, for, then, then you've got to now get your next rod with your bait on, same mm. distance, and cast onto that bait. So that's that's yeah. the skill. But so what happens when they switch to pike? Pike don't fight like a carp. Carp no. carp are very compact fish, so they'll get the they'll pick up the bait and they'll just almost swim to the other side of the lake sometimes. Whereas pike are quite long and thin. So on a big rod, they can't really get to turn their head away from you and swim in the opposite and they don't tend to really. Pike no. swim back and forth and they jump about, but yeah. So when you like the, I think half the fun or more than half the fun in the pike is that initial strike.
1: Yeah. You know they they yeah.
2: because they're long and thin they strike almost like a snake. You know they they're, they're mm. like ambush predators mm. so they coil their body and they strike right. at 100 miles an hour or whatever. Mm. Yeah. And when they hit that lure when you see it I mean that's even more that's even more exciting but just that feel of that bang. Mm. But then after that they are a bit disappointing aren't they really? You know, yeah, you get you a do couple get, of good runs out Yeah, you know, they they'll fight and you know big fish on light gear. But they they don't have the stamina of some other fish. So the the carp guys catching these pike, they they're missing out on eighty on percent of the fun, really. Yeah. They don't see it, they don't feel it, they've got this massive rod and they real so a ten pound pike is like not that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you know, catch it on the right gear on the right in the right circumstances, using the right method, and it's amazing. You know, catch it on a light rod on the surface, you see it come up, it's a real thrill. So it's just balancing your gear to, and your expectations to the species and the time. And you know, I mean, one of my most fun days I've ever had in this country was mackerel fishing. Mm, yeah, we, we used to go. They can down, go like little trains. I mean, they're tiny fish. They're baby tuna, basically. Mm. They're a, you know they're a species of tuna. They're great they? to and eat as well, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> and and they're abundant too. So if you find them, you can <laughs> catch. You've got to get them at the right time of year, don't you? Like yeah, summer like yeah, summer when they in when they shoaling yeah. when they are migrating, I think. And and but you know we used to go down to Chesil Beach and fish with a carp rod again mm. with like a two ounce weight with feathers. Yeah. And that's fun, you know, you go down for the day with a family and you've got this massive rod and mm. you cast it out. But invariably you're catching two, three, four at a time sometimes. Yeah. And they're all countering each other, so they yeah. swim, so that you it feels like you're bringing in a big plastic bag. Yeah. And it's like, oh wow, look, I caught For one, once it's three. not a bag,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's not a thrill, it's, you know, after a while. Well, I know what you, you mean, because we did that once in Ireland as well, off the rocks um, in Camara River, basically through... Um, we, with, the, with the silvery line, yeah, no, feathers, two or three, three or four, yeah, feathers, yeah. Feathers, yeah. Yeah. and we pulled up like three in one go, yeah. Which and was it's amazing. nice, it's and we nice, ate, but and we barbecued them, and it was, it was yeah. absolutely amazing. No, and it's,
2: it is again, and, and there's guys that do that all their life, you know, they'll and it's, it's good, and you can go and catch them. But I wanted to catch him on a spinning rod with one lure mm. and a light rod, yeah. and we went out for the day and caught like in my little inflatable kayak. It's the first time I decided I needed a kayak, I was like, I need to get out there. To where the yeah, fish yeah, are. Yeah. I don't want to have a rod that can can cast a hundred meters. And you know what I think? And that's what got me into kayak fishing. I think a little inflated That all. was
1: exactly and why Dave Morris and Ian Harris got into it because really. they saw people that were going out and catching those fish. I'm pretty sure that that was yeah. why they. Well, chose we went. We went the, the next
2: year. We only went like once a year for about three years in a row. I think to Chesil Beach. We stayed over. And Sorry, my where's Chesil Beach? Chesil's Chis- down south near, is okay. near Weymouth. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's about two and a half hours, I think. Yeah. Okay. Lovely Pebble Beach, and there's quite a lot of mackerel there in yeah. the summer. And it's just, we used to go with the family and mm. take a rod and catch a few and then barbecue them on the beach. Nice. You yeah. know, fillet them. And my mate and I, one year, we rocked up with this inflatable boat. <laughs> Everyone looked at us sideways, like, what are these idiots doing? You know, typical Zimbabweans. Pumped the thing up. Out we went. And I tell you what, we had so much fun. Just, just 200 meters offshore in this yeah. little inflatable, casting little spinners, and we caught yeah. 34 fish 34 wow. mackerel exactly. from the
0: boat, and it was... You, you chucked them back, or you kept No, them? we, kept, we okay. kept them,
2: yeah. But, but the thing is, going back to what we're saying, they're small fish, yeah. but I knew what my target was. I knew I wasn't gonna catch a 10 pound your
0: target was 34
2: <laughs> no my target was mackerel
1: and okay. we caught 34 right, them, right. and, so and it achieved was it on success. just light gear yeah okay, turn light off, gear. Yeah.
2: so that's basically the moral of that story brilliant. is that yeah, yeah. you know and if I put a picture up like my Zimbabwean mates will go alright you got the live bait now you know you know when are you going to catch the big fish you know it's like no those were that was my quarry that that. that's, yeah, absolutely. that's, that's yeah, what yeah. I would I went for and the plan is, and I caught and it worked. We got a boat and it's an achievement that is yeah, it, yeah it's exactly. not all
1: about just catching the big fish, you know and it is it's either that <clears throat> that's exciting, but it's also the sight fishing that's another way oh, you yeah know, you don't have to be yeah. big I've gone down to Weymouth and I fished in to the harbour there. That coke. Yeah. It cooks, like just recycle. Well, how, much, how much time
0: do we have? We could. <laughs> do you want to keep keep rocking, or are you want to? No, I was meant. I meant. Can't yeah. you recycle
1: into the bottle? Right. Right. Uh, no, man! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so well, it's saying, interesting yeah. what you're saying about the trout fishing side of things because I grew up pretty much. Mm. My parents um, decided that they'd get a motor caravan and we do all of the west coast of Scotland. And then when wow, we've done yeah. all the west coast of Scotland, mm. then. We do all the islands, so we did all mm. the Inner Hebrides, then we did all Amazing. the Outer Hebrides, yeah. and that, do that was just there's zero trespass mm. laws in Scotland, mm. so you just rock you up beside cam, the lock, yeah. in the motor caravan. So for me, yeah. I didn't have a telly till I was 23, so I was yeah. always out in the woods, mm. in the sticks, doing whatever, and fishing was just a Fantastic. massive passion. Yeah. So we'd get there, I'd like to be tying flies in the evening. And then oh. I'd be going out, matching the hatch, mm. going out, working out what the trout were feeding on, trying to make something that looked mm. similar. Going out fishing, catching the trout, releasing them, mm. and, did it. and then eventually, once we'd done all that, we went over to Ireland, mm. and I loved going over to Ireland. Okay. Yeah. It was just crazy. Yeah, just they're... so good the fishing in Ireland
0: yeah it's um it's something that i would love to do more of as i say i kind of do it just because just for, i don't really i kind of set my expectations low and then if i get yeah. a bite i'm happy yeah. you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but i would love to do that out of hebrides and i think it's the kelmac ferries i don't
1: yeah, know if they're yeah. running at the moment but you can go around all the islands and yeah we used uh, to go up to scotland then we used to cross from oban okay yeah. so cross from mm-hmm. oban mm-hmm. across to some of the you know the others but yeah that was always loved it yeah. I was very fortunate growing up from that point of view that I would always absolutely get absolutely beautiful beaches beautiful yeah, yeah like col- you were there in the summer Yeah, yeah yeah col- we used to go end of June beginning mm. of July so maybe you missed so, some of the midges or did you yeah that the was the idea <laughs> was to miss the midges that yeah. was always but being on the coast that helped because mm. you got the wind mm. so yeah it was, absolutely it was yeah. more when we took a hike into what they call the hill lots mm. which were the less pressured Sort of trout fisheries, so you'd have to walk. On an yes. eight, ten mile I know my wife and my father-in-law. My
0: my father-in-law, late father-in-law, used to take my wife to do that, and um, yeah, that's the thing that kids are missing. That's which I would love to do with my, and I've done it a few times, not as much as that's that's amazing that you did that till you're twenty-three and you had yeah. so many experience, and you could actually tie the flies, yeah, because that's got to be a dying
1: skill, right? Not many people. Yeah, know I think there's a few coming, them. but it's not yeah. as, but it's quite. And I taught my daughter to do it because the whole entomology thing Mm. comes back Mm -hmm. to that yeah right and she'd learn like when we caught the trout we'd spoon them so you get like you get like what they call a marrow spoon Mm -hmm. so it's like a shallow trough and you push that down the gut of the fish to find out what it is. are you twist it and you pull it out and you pull it's stomach content out oh wow so you would then see dragonfly larvae or you know whatever it was and you'd be like right we maybe managed to fluke that particular fish but now we know what that's been feeding on it's been feeding on buzzers or whatever so you'd go in your box and you'd get something that looked like that and then you'd cast it and then Amazing, you'd get more yeah. fish and you'd learn what they were feeding on so that was another obviously yeah, you don't do experiment.
2: that with the ones you plan
1: on throwing back yeah <laughs>
2: you probably could though couldn't you? I think I'm, you I'm probably
1: sure. could I don't think it would be could massive. you, you play check the, the stomach you'd probably traumatise them yeah. a bit yeah, I mean yeah.
2: we have that don't we We stuff shoved down your yeah Animals. Fish, them amazingly they're amazing. Yeah. yeah. I think people don't realize obviously you don't want to torture them unnecessarily. No. But they probably we wouldn't would, they probably
0: that. would survive yeah. that. Yeah. So any um yeah. advance on on that? No, no, I mean how much time do you do you guys have? I mean just uh, just well, trying to think okay. what else. We don't Because we've been going for an hour we've been going for an hour and uh We don't have to twenty almost now. Be here all day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so no, anyway Did you have any specific
2: questions about the fishing world that you're trying to get into that yeah um, i
0: mean obviously i want to let me just think here yeah i mean in, t- in terms of i we need to come to, i need to look on the lurebox.com right is it the lurebox.co.uk or code or lurebox.uk, com, yes. doc, sorry the lurebox.co.uk yes so that's where we can find all the equipment and um i'm gonna probably gonna try to but what would you recommend to someone like myself who's kind of fished when they're a kid and, and fish and you go sporadically. With Matt yeah, Okay. And oh we'll, right, Matt Boast gives, gives lessons. <laughs> cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Free. Free lessons. Oh, what there, am I wouldn't right.
0: mind doing f- some. F- also, at Albury, you can do fly fishing. Yeah. Albury's yeah, so really of us cool. Should do yeah. That. Yeah. We should go and get yeah. a day out there. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I'd like to drag. I'd like to drag. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That burnt down, didn't it? The Percy I'd Arms, and then they rebuilt it. Was it the Percy Arms? I did it. Well, not sure. Not since. was that recently? I'm sure they had to rebuild the Percy Arms. That's lovely. Yeah, yeah. so we. I'll be well up for Albury. Yeah, we could get yeah. down and do some then? dry fly. I think I've I'm still got, a member. Get, check this out. I'm pretty sure I've still got my membership yeah, card. Come on to the moths. Pull out your membership card. <laughs> oh yeah, wallet.
0: I'm a member. I don't yeah, know yeah, if mine's yeah. even in my wallet. <laughs> to be honest, I think I've probably binned probably. mine off. No, I haven't got. To. I don't keep everything in my wallet because
1: games exchange
0: yeah you've got your games exchange card got my fishing people. license yeah i've got my <laughs> fishing
1: license yeah right there right. you go yeah, i've
0: got a brim i on wish i i wish i right. had that last year am with
2: the right people when the then. warden came and asked me for my license <laughs> did you hear about that no hey, what was that oh, really they was came it? and checked you is, is that the is? only time you've been checked it's the only time i've been checked the only time i didn't have a license actually i've got two here
1: that's last year's because i've just year. looked at them so i did Mart's
2: have one last year I did have one it depends last when you bought it Maybe so it was, Matt do no, no. you
0: have anything you wanted to um, do you have a website for your le- the lessons that you give no or I, d- like I, don't,
1: I don't I don't okay. give lessons he's joshing okay. as you. he All will right. give lessons yeah. but not not formal I, I'm sure
0: both of you could give lessons if you, if going you wanted going back to you,
1: what you were saying about like what would you go for I would definitely say for you from the point of view mm. of getting the mm. kids into it yeah. and bits and pieces I would go for Fixed spool reel, okay. it's easier for everybody to cast. Yep. and I would get a rod, a little rod is, like that. Yeah, something a light. Fifteen. I think that's a
2: fifteen to. Is it five to fifteen or seven to twenty-one? Okay. You got anything?
1: Maybe even solid tip. Or do you think that's a bit of a bum steer for somebody who's starting out?
2: I don't think it really matters to be honest. These. these so what, what? was the weight on this? Sort of Western W three, which is an all a nice all round. Rod, that might be seven to twenty-one. Seven to
0: twenty-one. Okay, so I'll will t- take one of these
1: bad that'll boys. Probably, that, you know. I'd, f- I'd I'd possibly go even lighter than that. Well, initially. for the
2: river and the canal, that'll cover everything you the, want we, to do. For, you the, can just my son, on that you can catch perch. For James, uh, he's. Well, I would say give him one like that. Yeah. Because that's you know kids are quite rough with things and he yeah. can. But I was looking for the five to fifteen gram, which is probably a better sort of weight for for you. The other ones we what's got start, there, or is it baitcaster,
1: Barry? What's this here? Is
2: that. No, that's a light stick. That's a W4, but that's three to ten grams.
1: Yeah, I'd be more. I'd be pushing more on something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's going to be really sensitive. Right. And it's going to feel it more. Yeah. yeah. You're going to feel more so you, out you, of it. You
2: don't want to go too light because then you're quite limited. Okay. Um, in what you can and what you can cast, and also if they're a bit soft, it's really hard to set the hook with pike. Cool. But that sort of range, like a five, five to ten, five to fifteen gram, perfect, is, is good. But then a little heavier for your for your pike. I mean, I use that seven to twenty one for. For bass as well, it's okay. a great. I mean, this is now saltwater bass, not not freshwater bass.
0: Awesome. Okay. Well, well, we'll sort that out.
2: But if you only get one rod, you know, this is why we end up with I don't know how many rods you got. Um, many. <laughs> loads of rods because you
0: you know you've. This fixed. is where you don't want Michelle hearing the podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I don't even know how many
1: rods I've got to be honest. But Barry's biggest fear is that Michelle will sell the kit when he dies <laughs> for the same amount that he told her he bought it for <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, got that. I've got it on my will that, that
2: when yeah no so if you're only going to get one rod you want something that's a little bit all round but not you know people say if I'm going to get one rod will it do this and will it do that and will it do this and I say mm. well you can get away with that but it's not optimised for that yep. Yeah, it's the same as if you know if you had one bicycle but you wanted to go on the roads and off road yeah, and exactly. jumping and you, you you know you could maybe get a an in-between kind of hybrid a bike hybrid, that you, yeah. you could jump with but mm. it's not perfect for it and you could ride on the road with but it's not yeah. perfect for it And but you know you'll you know, once you figure once you I guess start to specialise and once you become more of a mm-hmm. not an expert but you yeah. want a rod that is absolutely built for whatever you're doing on that day mm-hmm. so that you That'd can get maximum maximum should, enjoyment
1: out of it maybe we should set Ben up with a rod and a reel and we'll go through why we do it and everything else and do like a little almost mini YouTube type series where we can bring him in here to the yeah. shop. He kits him out, why yeah. we're kitting him yeah. out with what we're kitting him out with and literally just... And what he can expect yeah, to the, do with yeah, it. And, and where the, and the braid, use the it. diameter yeah. of the braid and why yeah. we're saying to awesome. use that. And, and we're, yeah, yeah. we can sort of tailor now, it. That would be a fantastic... You can you, definitely
2: Matt. get an all round setup that will give yeah. you the maximum if yeah. you've only got
0: one rod.
1: Sure, You'll
2: have your limits. And I want to get that. my
0: fly fishing setup for for Ireland as well. But But, but before we... Wrap up. I just so you guys are going to have your own podcast, maybe going forward. Would you say, or are you kind that's, of thinking yeah, about? That's it? the idea. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, want to get some it. guests in that are interesting yeah,
1: awesome. that people want to yeah. talk about or hear about, and hopefully, we'll from our background in the industry, from sort of your side, from the retail side of things, and my side from the sort of competition mm. and fishing in Europe should bring a little bit of a mix into it. We can hopefully extract some really good information out of the guests and put some quite loaded questions to them. Absolutely. The, yeah. the general people that are going to listen to it, hopefully tune into it, mm-hmm. are going to want to hear the answers to. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And so you're going to have a YouTube channel. You're going to have a podcast. Cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I've got a yeah.
2: YouTube channel at the moment, Matt. Do you? Have, you've got your yeah, YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, just under my handle's just Matt Bose. Matt, Matt Boast. Boast. I mean, mine is the lure box I don't do much on it at the moment, but obviously there's always plans to do more. But there's mm. only so much time. YouTube is great, and you know, we'd like to spend more time doing the fun stuff. Yeah. Unfortunately, well, fortunately, you know things are quite busy at the moment. It's a very busy time of year for retail wise. Yeah. And fishing, because it's a really good time of year for fishing. So it's trying to squeeze everything in. But that's the plan. And you're yeah. going to, and
0: obviously, this is going to be used if you want to, this is going to be your first you podcast like to, as well. Yeah, i am like awesome. to use this. We're, um, we're both going to use your it so
2: today, but, yeah. and we're learning as well. So learn from cool. you. Yeah. So, but, I mean, you know, we, Obviously, remotely, we would like to do because some of the people won't be. Well, a lot of the people won't be able to come into our studios. Zoom shop. calls,
0: especially with COVID and everything, is quite an easy.
2: record. yeah. Way yeah to they seem so we'll to set it up. We'll sure. obviously yeah. set that up, and that's know, one what. Thing. To,
1: what do the other people sort of need on that? Because they don't some, need anything. Some yeah. stuff that I hear where they've got oh, so and so is joining us from wherever yeah. it is. This the audio is not yeah, necessarily that great, t- and you sort of, mm. the people that are doing the interviewing when you're sitting in the car listening to it the people doing the interview and you can hear them really
0: Really yeah. clearly,
1: so you hear the question. Yeah. But then, when the answer comes across, you're like, "Oh I've got to turn it up now!" And then, I mean, when, they, when it goes it's, back it's to the training, it sometimes it's audio, the
0: microphone Yeah, it is tough with, with, especially with the Zoom calls and the remote calls. But you, really, it needs expertise on getting the audio tweaked right, so that when someone in post production—I mean, without boring people too much—but you need to make sure that you use whether it's um, Premiere Pro is what I use, but you can use. So you can balance band. the audio so it's all equal. Yeah, you are
2: so you, not do. having to that's turn it up and down. Do. It, it, recording yeah. Yeah. that'll so be you your can, job you I can not <laughs> no 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 that won't be my job maybe we can employ Ben yeah, yeah. That. I think Jen should do it Jen, Jen yeah, seems no, we Jen's is great Jen's is big into his movie production at the moment so I'm hoping awesome. Jensen, but yeah. he spends a lot of time doing it but I don't see many results yeah, yeah. So that, I'm saying, it does take I need time, see, it does take trump, time that's with for my problem.
1: YouTube channel there's a few on there where basically what I was trying <clears> to do was I was trying to real time capture the experience of fishing a competition abroad so I was trying to do it on Predator oh, So gosh. it's was... possible when you actually but it was the editing. competition it was oh. the editing and having the bandwidth to upload it yeah and, exactly oh, it's a lot yeah. and no, you I mean, lose no. interest in it and I've got just...
2: thousands of hours of GoPro footage and stuff that will never see the light of day
0: <laughs>
1: because I just don't have yeah. the time to you have to, to edit employ somebody you, you, you just... literally you and look it... at the bass guys in the states they employ like a young person coming out of college who's doing videography cinematography mm. whatever it's called but they basically they come out and they will literally travel with that person and they will film all of their content either from another boat or on the same boat and they'll do it. But I mean we want to do that a little well, bit. Didn't the your mate
2: Steve Collett have one on his boat? He used to go fishing with a professional photographer. Stephanie
1: Collett, who's she? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. Right. um yeah no, well, so, guys, I mean I'd like to learn yeah. from you Ben I mean I did those <laughs> I did those um online live chats during COVID. Yeah you did a great job. You had so Mike we, I can you've we, had Iconelli. Mike Iconelli, we yeah. had a lot of names. We had Luke Luke we, who we've spoken about. Yeah, that we was had, awesome. The li- the Insta life We had yeah. Class in the the yeah. he's mad. He's, Amazing. He's he's crazy, a Legend. Right. Um, I mean we had dude. some really good people. We had Gary Palmer obviously, you know, yeah. he's
0: another big name there. Um yeah we awesome. had yeah well guys look out for all that and uh guys thanks so much for taking the time today i really appreciate it thanks guys really really thanks matt for coming i really enjoyed that uh
2: yeah it was great our first experience of podcasts yeah Yeah. we listened to them but now we can start making them exactly hopefully people interested in what we have to say and our guests (laughs) yeah scary thought yeah
0: especially if beer is going to be involved
2: well no no. don't want your beer involved i have to do it early in the morning then
0: Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed it, please go ahead and leave me a five-star rating on iTunes. I have no idea what that does, but apparently it's good. I hope you enjoyed that. Please don't hesitate to hit me up. Email me at rig.com if you have any comments whatsoever, and I will certainly reply to you. Have a great rest of your day, and I hope to talk to you again soon. Thanks. Live.